Welcome to Culture Business, the international conference for fundraiser in the arts. Episode 4. Music Match. Collaboration for Impact. By Hannah Harlot, Manager, Has Programs at CARCLU, Australia. Uh, hi everyone, thanks for coming. Um, I'd like to acknowledge that we're on the lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nations and pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Uh, I come from Ghana country in Adelaide. I work at Kaklu. Uh, its uh, Ghana name is Tutukara Likamunga. I'm still trying to learn it wrote, but um, they asked me not to have notes, but um, I, don't, I can't work like that. So, so forgive me if I um, reflect on the notes that I've got. Um, so Kaklu uh, has a mandate uh, to deliver creative engagement statewide uh, uh, across all arts disciplines from birth, pretty much the early years, to 26, although um, that 26 bracket is kind of edging more and more towards 30. Uh, um, and Within our program, uh, I'm account we've got a massive program. I, I employ you to go to the website. Uh, within our massive program, I'm uh, accountable for five of our significant projects. Three of those are pilots, and one of those is Music Match. Um, I'm going to play you a short video uh, which gives you the background and the purpose of Music Match. arts programs here at Kaku and one of my projects is Music Match. Music Match is a collaborative music education program and at its core it's aiming to get the most distinguished excellent music activities that organisations are doing here in South Australia into the schools that need it the most, those being the highly disadvantaged primary schools. Uh, with all the information that we now have about music education and brain development and social development, uh, we're trying to address the barriers and the gaps for access to those students in those schools to be a part of the programs and activities that are available to um, the more affluent schools. It's just really exciting for us to be able to come down to Adelaide because we don't get to come down very often and yet we have got no nothing like this from where we are. So um, it's just a huge, great big experience for us, which is amazing. I wanted to be on the stage joining in with the fun. I wanted to play the violin. So Music Match eventuated because there were philanthropists here in South Australia and there were music organisations of high excellence like Music Aviva, Adelaide Symphony Orchestra. Several partner provider organisations came to the table and started having conversations about collaboration and the real heart of the collaboration was looking at the barriers to access for the very disadvantaged primary. 
primary schools. We could see that even though there were some subsidies available for excursions, those schools weren't taking them up. So the first part of the job was to go into those schools and find out what the barriers were. And on top of transport issues, there were issues around additional staff resourcing for children with behavioural issues. A lot of the kids that we're working with come from high trauma backgrounds. And so we were wanting to mobilise philanthropic money with faith that it would go straight to the service and we were wanting to ensure that schools that needed music education programs of excellence were getting them. Uh, and whatever we could do to professionally support teachers in those schools, uh, we're doing and trying to address with our provider organisations. Hi, I'm Dr Anita Collins from Bigger Better Brains. We're here today at the Bigger Better Brains Educator Program, first one ever run, and we're really excited to be in Adelaide. It's for music teachers to help them understand the brain science behind music learning and to then be able to use it in their schools. And we've had a great two days um, and they've learned a huge amount. I've learned so many things that I'm going to be able to use. It's been really great to network with uh, other music educators as well who are all on the same page and uh, looking forward to Carpenter's role in Music Match, we kind of manage the collaboration amongst all of our stakeholders, that being our disadvantaged schools, our music education providers and the philanthropists. Um, my name's Jeff Day, I'm a philanthropist and together with a group of very generous Adelaide families, we're supporting music education in disadvantaged schools. Every child should have the opportunity to learn a musical instrument and unfortunately in Australia, uh, this is really only for the privileged. So um, what we're seeing here is the opportunity for kids in disadvantaged schools to learn an instrument of their choice, to come along to wonderful concerts the ASO puts on for kids so they, they can be inspired to learn an instrument and if they're learning one, to continue learning one. I think the privileged uh, people assume that all those opportunities are available, but they're not. The research is in, the neuroscientists are telling us that the social, emotional, cognitive benefits of music education are just so bountiful and we know that not only are they in the classroom but they're with you for life. Great. Um, so as the video states, the, the project came out of a conversation my CE had with a philanthropist and he was wanting more information about um, how, where his giving was going to go and he wanted to understand the music landscape, music education landscape in South Australia. Um, so Kaku started to wonder if a collaborative approach would be beneficial um, and we jumped in uh, after a successful round to uh, perpetual impact funding. Uh, we kicked off with Music Match. Um, and this is where I come in. Um, it's not working. Oh, there we go. Um, this is where I come in. This is what I looked like when I first got given the project because um, I, although I've got 25 years of professional youth arts work background behind me, I had not uh, ever worked specifically in music or specifically in music education. And while I had worked in schools, I hadn't ever had to go so deep into the administrative practicalities of schools and their functions. Um, and so the first thing I did was realise there was gonna be a lot of consultation. 
And these are the three core stakeholders. We've got music education providers, private giving, and schools experiencing barriers. I set out into all of those stakeholder groups to understand how we could collaborate together to get a shared need and a shared agenda going. Um, one of the things I learnt is that uh, teachers are exhausted, schools are under-resourced, there's a lot going on, uh, and I also learnt that for the schools in our most disadvantaged districts, there's an additional weight of pressure on those teachers to work with children who come from high trauma backgrounds, who are living with entrenched poverty and so the, all the social issues that coexist in that space. Um, and I started to hear about brain development in music education and I started to hear about uh, how children, two to three-year-olds, when they're first entering kindergartens or when, when children are coming into prep reception, I'm not sure what you call it here in New South Wales, but starting school, infant school, there are children who are arriving two to three years delayed in their brain development and I was um, learning that music education has this uh, amazing ability to uh, tap into the neural pathways and accelerate the development if you can get there in the early years. Um, I learned that there are massive barriers. Uh, so while um, the Commonwealth Bank might be uh, sponsoring tickets for disadvantaged schools for the Adelaide Festival Centre, the disadvantaged schools aren't using them uh, and the consultations that I had with those schools, the main places that, that were barriers was transport. We've got um, schools that it, it costs $1,000 for them to, from Murray Bridge, 70 k's from Adelaide, to go down for a concert at the Adelaide Town Hall. Uh, teacher confidence is a real issue. In primary schools, we've got teachers who get around 15 hours of uh, teacher training in music education when they're doing their uh, studies. So they arrive in the classrooms without uh, much confidence at all. They're generalist teachers and they're required to do the whole curriculum. Um, another project that Kakui does actually is, is uh, embed um, thinking around the arts curriculum going across all the other curriculum uh, subjects, maths, literacy, uh, sciences. Um, staffing support. So the uh, children in the schools that we're working in uh, have behaviour issues, have uh, additional challenges and they're not always coming uh, with those challenges officially identified. So therefore the funding that comes to support those students in the schools is not with those students. And so that becomes uh, a barrier to have an incursion or an excursion. Uh, the teachers don't want a child to have an unsuccessful excursion um, and so the class doesn't go at all. And parental engagement. So we've got um, some great, great outcomes uh, happening in that space, which I will get to in a sec. Um, that's the slide about the benefits of music education, which I've already kind of covered. Um, and this is our, these are our collaborating partners. I don't know if you can read uh, that font uh, on the icons, but we've got um, some really, really uh, prestigious uh, 
amazing partners, Music of Viva and Schools, the Adelaide Symphony Orchestra, the Adelaide Festival Centre. The Adelaide Festival Centre bring with them lots of music festivals like the Cabaret Festival, the Guitar uh, Festival. Uh, they also have the Children's Dream Big Festival. We've got Young Adelaide Voices, Adelaide Youth Orchestras, Primary School Music Festivals and the Instrumental Music Services. So they're our main service providers and then under that we also have um, strategic partners that are, are doing some uh, big things in South Australia and they are part of our collaboration as well. The Playford 10 project, Ali is in the room, she leads that amazing project in uh, the north of Adelaide, Northern Sound System, the Music Education Strategy, that's a um, very, very significant uh, uh, investment from our state government across the next 10 years to uh, deliver a, a succession of uh, quality music learning from the early years through to career. And we've got the South Australian Music Education Roundtable. Um, we've also got philanthropists and donors and... Um, one of the uh, fabulous donors that we have is Tim Minchin. Um, we there were some conversations yesterday about how uh, we need to think about uh, bespoke approaches and relationships with our um, donors and that those relationships can sometimes uh, be led by the donor or they can sometimes just be gifts of faith that the work that you're doing is amazing and keep doing it. And that's what Tim did. Tim... Uh, asked his agent just before the back tour um, came to Australia this year. He asked his agent to hit all of the cities that uh, he would be performing in and get the networks on, in those cities to identify projects that had community benefits attached to them. Uh, and wonderfully, uh, Music Match was, was suggested as a project and thankfully, he chose Music Match uh, as his project for Adelaide. 100% of the profits from the premium ticket sales went to us and the project uh, and we were delighted that he sold five shows and that meant $50,000 came to us. And the $50,000 that came from Tim came with a good on ya, keep going. That was the only expectation. There were no KPIs, there were no reports to have to provide. It was just a great amount of faith. Good on you keep going. So the Music Match method, we bring them all together and when it works, it's really, really lovely. I've got so many examples of uh, what I could share with you, but I'm, I can only do one. I've got limited time. So um, I have a, um, an email that we only got last week. We get them all the time, but this is the most recent one. As an, as an educationally disadvantaged school, one of the barriers to access specialised and value-adding arts programs for families is often the associated costs, which in many cases in the past has prevented our students who wanted to take part in opportunities the chance to take part. This year we have not only been able to grow our numbers in our music programs, but we have grown our string program from four, four students to 20. Our whole school community would like to thank to take this opportunity to sincerely thank the Music Match program for its wonderful support this year. It directly enabled 90 students from our school to access weekly choral lessons, including necessary choral books, 
that practice CDs, several bus trips to rehearsals and concerts, 35 Festival of Music concert tickets for, for parents to attend and a bus to transport those parents, the hire of string instruments and learning books for 20 string music students. Thank you very much. Uh, so that's kind of it in a nutshell. Uh, I'm now going to go into the challenges. Oh, hang on. This is another big part of the project. We are currently building um, a website. It's a portal, uh, a locked portal, so that um, if you are inside this space, your login has uh, provided an assurance to all the other partners within this space that you're either a school that meets all the criteria of disadvantage, and that saves teachers having to jump through hoops to get special funding, uh, or you are a, a high-quality music education service provider uh, and you're in there knowing that your programs are going to go to the schools you want them to go to. And then the third partner in there is, of course, our philanthropists. Each of the landing pages for our, our lead stakeholders or, or groups, um, will all, they all get different information. They get the information they're looking for. So the philanthropists will go in and they'll be able to track where money is going, who's funding what, for what organisation, uh, if, if that uh, giver would like to donate a bespoke amount for a particular thing, like become the person that puts money towards transport, that, that is something that can happen. Or if that person wants to be like Tim Minchin and just says, here you go, keep going. Uh, so that's, that's the next stage of the program. Right, so the complexities of collaboration. We have um, within our collaborating partners, the, particularly the music service providers, uh, we're all competing for funding. We're, we're, our collaborators are also competitors and we also are chasing donors. And so at times across this project, we have had some delicate dances around uh, some bumps and grinds on the road when it comes to managing those relationships with each other and also with our donors and with um, our funding partners. Um, losing leadership. So in our schools, we, in this last 18 months, we've lost two really, really amazing influential principals. And when that happens, uh, it impacts the whole role of the of the program. I don't have a solution to that. I think it's a systemic problem within our education departments, but um, yeah, it's it's something that is a challenge for the project um, and, and one that um, I hope gets some attention soon. So relationships take lots of time. This project started out we're really, really, really ambitious. We're going to do this in a year. Um, we're up to two years now and we uh, need at least another year, if not another two years, to truly demonstrate how this could be a sustainable uh, model and how expansion could work, um, particularly with that website. Uh, this, this quality versus quantity, I wanted to talk about the challenge of uh, going deep rather than going wide. And we have elected to stay with our 15 pilot schools 
uh, and just continue to stay with them, even though we have other schools saying, please, please let us in, let us in. We're just going to stay and go deep. We're going to work really hard with the philanthropists that we have relationships with to understand how we can best serve their needs and their agendas. And one of the, one of the uh, complexities about quality versus quantity is that we're all very, very good at overreaching and overpromising and, and saying, uh, we'll do it, give us the money, and then finding that where we've got some um, um, bumps along the road and that that can impact our relationships with our donors. So there's, there's a need to just be very realistic and very practical about um, what you can promise. Uh, so I'm going to close with this slide. Um, there came a moment in the middle of the song when she suddenly felt every heartbeat in the room and after that she never forgot she was part of something much bigger. That's kind of at the core of what we're wanting to do for our teachers, our philanthropists, our musicians, our kids. And uh, thanks. I'm ready for questions. Thank you.